Don't forget to follow Seven Lamb on Instagram and Twitter at Seven Lamb Podcast. Seven Lamb Productions presents The Walk, Episode 15. Chase had a good point. Every time we lost someone to this trek, we were able to walk more. We were making good time. So Chase may be upset that it wasn't a group thing anymore, but he had to be glad that we were doing almost 30 miles a day now. I was still upset. I continued to feel like a third wheel, and the fighting between Chase and Liz was becoming more and more common. One day they'd be good, the next day fighting. It was back and forth for days. One night we'd found an RV parked by Chimney Rock. Chimney Rock was a large rock that looked like a chimney. Clever name. It was hard to miss since surrounding it was mostly wide open fields. It was 8 o'clock. The sun was going down. The schedule says they're only open 9 to 6. We can probably set up anywhere. It's all gravel. I don't want to sleep on gravel. You see any grassy spots? Over there. That's not even in the park. So? I don't know if we can camp there. We've camped on private property before. I'm not sleeping on gravel. Okay, fine. Damn. Please don't fight. Please don't fight. I don't want the awkwardness. After the sunset, we sat at a picnic table and watched large lights turn on, illuminating the large rock in the distance. Must be timed. Liz took some pictures and we ate dinner. Since no one else was here, it felt eerie. A desolate RV park in the middle of a wide open field. Dark clouds had moved in. So it looks like it's going to rain. The wind was picking up. Do we need to worry about tornadoes? It's not the time of the year, is it? What do I know about Nebraskan weather? I have no idea. I'm going to the bathroom before it starts storming. I'm going to look it up. What? Nebraska weather. See if we need to worry. What do we do if there's a tornado? When Chase pulled out his phone, he quickly slid a text notification out of the way. I caught the name. Kelly. Kelly? Hmm. Chase didn't even look to see if I noticed. He just continued to his weather app. 
You're supposed to find a ditch, right? What? For a tornado. You're supposed to climb into a ditch, right? Where are we going to find a ditch? It's all flat around here. What, are we going to quickly dig a ditch? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? We hear a tornado approaching, and we all jump out of our tents and start digging into a hole in the ground with our bare hands. Screw that. I'd break a window in that office over there, climb in, or hide in the bathroom. Hide from what, coyotes? Tornadoes? Well, won't be able to hide in the bathrooms here. The doors are locked. But the bathrooms are on the outside of the office. You didn't see them when we walked up? Yeah, I know. In the back. Locked. Even the men's room. Ugh, this sucks. Now I gotta pee out here. There's no bushes to go behind. John and I will close our eyes. Just stare at Chimney Rock. Chase and I shimmied so we were both facing the illuminated rock, but Chase continued to look at the weather app. 4G is slow. Eh, what are the odds of a tornado? Here we go. Tornado Alley does go through Nebraska, and it says that Nebraska is a place for summer tornadoes. Oh, shit. So did we decide digging a ditch or breaking into the office was the ideal tornado escape measure? I'm not digging any ditch. The storm didn't end up hitting us, so we experienced zero tornado trouble. The next day, we packed up our stuff and left. The owners of the RV park never showed, so we just left and jumped back on 26. This son of a bitch hasn't found a job yet. Really? Yeah, hung out with him yesterday. He says he's been actively looking, but I think he just realized how hard the walk was and quit. Well, at least he found out early on. Is that a slight against me? No. Hmm. Okay. It's not, really. Anders was talking about Isaac and his job search. Anders called while I was listening to podcasts. What did Isaac say about your leg? Uh, nothing. He asked how it happened, and I told him I was attacked by a bear. But then you told him the truth about how you got beat up by a rock? No, I'm sticking with the bear story. Did you at least tell your parents the truth? That is the truth. It was a bear, John. A bear. Don't make me look like a fucking wuss. You do that well enough on your own, Anders. You still in touch with Flower Bikini? Nah, not really. So what do you plan on doing now? Gonna wait for my leg to heal. I figured I was planning on taking six months to do the walk anyway. No rush right now to do anything. I was thinking about eventually doing a cruise. Where? Bahamas. By yourself? I don't know. Maybe I can find someone to go with me. Though you didn't have any friends. I don't. That's why I said maybe. You can invite Isaac. He doesn't have money. He still owes me 475 for that venti I bought him in Washington. Really? Uh, how's it feel being the third wheel? I saw you guys just made it to Nebraska. Congrats. Thanks. Third wheel sucks. They fight all the time. Plus, there's the awkwardness of the shared secret you and Liz hold about sharing bodily fluids. Thanks, man. No problem, bestie. Uh, I'm still your bestie, right? No. Told my secret to Liz and left me alone, so I have to carry the tent every day. I'm thinking about buying a smaller one. 
I don't need a three-person tent anymore. You could always share the tent with them. No, that is not an option. They say anything about me? Chase and Liz? Yeah. No. You can tell me. I'm being honest. Liz hasn't called me an idiot? No, you're not around anymore to bother her. I doubt that's enough to change her view of me. I'm not saying she doesn't still think you're an idiot, just that she hasn't brought it up yet. I can't decide if you're being nice or condescending right now. Take some time to think about it. I'm in a cast, sitting on the couch, watching reruns of Hell's Kitchen. I have plenty of time to think. I talked to Anders for another ten minutes until I got another call. I thought it'd be my mom, but no. It was Dad. No thanks. I ignored it. Days passed, and all we saw were acres and acres of cornfields. As far as the eye could see, because motels and campsites were hard to come by, we were forced to sleep in the cornfields. We always made sure to wake up early and get out so not to be mutilated by a large corn harvesting tractor. We knew farmers were up at the crack of dawn. Instead of walking along the interstate, we walked along Highway 30, which ran alongside the interstate. Mid-July was hot, the hottest it had been for us yet. Holy shit! It's 100 degrees right now. Oh, we can't even get under shade, because there is no shade. I don't think we saw a tree this week. Oh, I forgot what trees look like. I'm dying. And I'm almost out of water. Me too. How far is the next town? GPS isn't working. But I see the blue dot right there. It's showing where we are, but I can't do a search. Great. I'm almost out of water, too. All we need is a gas station. Or a lake. We may actually have to use our life straw. And not for fun. This is the first time where water was actually an issue. Because it was so hot, it was hard not to drink all of our supply. I tried to conserve as best as possible, but I was sweating so much it looked like I jumped into a pool. Hours passed, and I eventually ran out of water. Well, this is a first. I'm completely out. Me too. Well, I mean, we have to be close to something, right? We have to keep going regardless. I'm not seeing any streams or rivers or lakes on the map. But it won't even let me zoom out. We need that oasis in the shape of two golden arches. Another two hours passed and we saw a small pond behind a fence. There was no house and no cars were driving by. Do you want to try that? The water was murky, but I was thirsty. How thirsty are you, babe? Thirsty? But I don't know if I'm that thirsty. Let's see how it is. We jumped the fence and went over to the small pond. I touched the water. It was hot. Jesus. Touch it. Ah, look. Thousands of tiny insects were swimming around in it. I don't know about this. The life straw is supposed to filter everything. Except taste. Screw taste. I'm worried about the odd-looking bugs. It comes down to how thirsty are you? (laughs) We could always flag down a car if need be. I'm trying the life straw. Can't believe we made it halfway across the country without having to use the life straw, but now... Hey, that's why we got it. 
I got on my knees and bent over to the water. The tiny insects fluttered underneath the surface. If you're not going to use it... I am, I am. Shit. I stuck the straw in and drank. <laughs> oh, man. That is gross. Oh, it's that bad? It's pretty bad. Here. Liz drank, then Chase. Uh, drinking that? Ugh, I'd rather die of dehydration. I don't know. It's not that bad. We all drank a bit more than gave up. <laughs> no, nope, I'm done. Let's hurry and find the next town. Yeah, I agree. I put on more sunscreen, which made me just a white, slimy mess. We jumped back on the highway and eventually made it to the small town of Grand Island. They didn't have a McDonald's, but they had a Wendy's, and that was just as good. We all got Frosties and replenished our water. We waited till about four before we continued our trek. It was still hot as hell outside, but the Wendy's break helped. The heat didn't let up. The next week was brutal. It was nearly 100 degrees outside every day. One day, it even hit 102. Every gas station was a resting point where we refilled our water and downed a few Gatorades. Several people stopped along the road and offered us money and water, which also helped. Everyone who stopped to check on us were really nice. Several times, cops would stop just to make sure we didn't need help. One cop even offered us his lunch, which we gladly accepted. Besides the heat, things were going well. Until one night, when we couldn't find a place to camp. This sucks. It's going to be dark soon. The left side of the road was all barbed wire fence, and the right side were all tall shrubs. Behind the shrubs were train tracks. I don't want to walk when it's dark. What about the train tracks? We've slept by tracks before. And I haven't seen a train go by. I guess. We pushed through the large shrubs and walked onto gravel. Well, looks like we're going to have to sleep on gravel tonight. We set up our tents and got ready for the night. Everything seemed fine until one o'clock in the morning when a train zoomed by. scared the shit out of me. We were so close to the tracks that the gravel bounced around the tents. Did that scare the shit out of you, John? Hell yeah, it did. Eventually I was able to go back to bed, but then at three, another train passed. Once again, I was jolted awake. Oh my god, this sucks! Do you guys want to move? It was three in the morning. 
it would be hard to find a decent camping spot now. We decided to stay put and hope another train didn't pass. When I fell asleep, I expected to eventually be startled awake again, and I was, but not by a train. This time, it was approaching footsteps. What the hell? The footsteps got louder. Someone was walking towards us. I sat up, grabbed my knife, and quickly put on my shoes. Who could be here at four in the morning? Then I saw flashlight beams gliding over the tent. Hey, who's in here? Someone kicked my tent. It's the police. Come out. Shit. One second. Outside my tent stood two cops holding flashlights. They shined them in my face, making me squint. What the hell are you doing? I was sleeping. You can't sleep here. What are you thinking? Hey, whoever's in this tent needs to come out too. We're coming out. How many are there? Three of us. What in the hell are you guys doing here? We're walking across the country? The cops didn't seem impressed or interested at all. You can't sleep by railroad tracks. It's illegal. We could take you three in right now. Well, we need a place to sleep. Well, you can't sleep here. Okay, well where then? Don't know, but not here. We patrol these tracks. We got a call from one of the conductors telling us that there were tents set up beside the tracks. That forces them to slow down the train. And time is money. That's right, time is money. We really could take you in. We've never been to Nebraska. We're walking across the country. There's no place to camp. The other side of the road is completely fenced off with barbed wire. Not our problem. Thanks. Time to pack up. These guys weren't too pleasant. They forced us to pack our stuff and followed us back to the highway. The road was barren. It was pitch black with the cloud cover. Make sure you don't sleep around here. Oh, okay. Well, you still didn't tell us where it was okay. Anywhere but near the tracks. Got it? If we get called again, we have to take you in. They hopped into their car and took off. What the hell? So what, they just leave us out here in the dead of night? Fuck their precious railroad. What do you guys want to do? Uh, the, the sun is going to be up soon. We could just start walking now. Really? What else is there? Ugh. Fine. I'm awake now. If we find a suitable spot, we can set up camp. Sure. completely dark. We were in the middle of Nebraska and walking along the highway. It seemed dangerous, but we had no other choice. Thanks, railroad police. The next day was dreadful. We were all grumpy from lack of sleep. 
and when the sun was in the middle of the sky hitting us with the heat, we couldn't bear it. We eventually found a small patch of trees standing in the middle of a field. We rested underneath. Liz and Chase were arguing about God knows what, so I went to the other side of the foliage and rested against the trunk of a large elm. I closed my eyes. I was able to hear Chase and Liz arguing pretty loudly. I hadn't heard a fight this intense in a while. I didn't even bother trying to hear what was being said. I'm sure it was due to lack of sleep and unbearable heat. I tried to drown it out and focus on the soft gusts of wind that rocked the corn stalks. Eventually the yelling died down and I was able to relax, but then I heard footsteps coming my way. I kept my eyes closed, but I knew someone was standing near me. I opened my eyes and raised my head to see Chase in front of me, his eyes cold and his fists clenched. He stood before me for a good thirty seconds, not saying anything. Uh, what's up, man? You fucked, Liz? My stomach sank. Oh, shit. The Walk Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Jack Austin as John Nick Engelhard as Chase Ariel Zadok as Liz Robert M. Lamb as Anders Jose Caraballo as Isaac Co-starring Mike Momin and Zane Sexton Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Dylan Mixer at dmixmusic.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. This has been a Seven Lamb production.